Hello and welcome to the MedPod Pokemon TCG podcast that revolves around the evolving meta. My hair continues to grow and so does the length of our podcast. Sean, this is episode 71. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I mean, I think what you meant was the number of episodes, but we have had several episodes in the last few weeks that have been um, long in the tooth. Uh, I mean, I think rightly so. But I think our last two episodes before this have both been in over an hour, like an hour and yeah. 15 minutes. They, they, they've been long ones. They've been long ones. But um, for those they've been really good, because like we had Luke last week and that was that was so cool to talk to him and like get his perspective and get a lot of information for a lot of our people. Hopefully you enjoyed that. If you did not hear last week, whether you're on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, we interviewed with Celios Network talking about the upcoming play Pokemon season and the things you need to know going into it and the things that you need to prepare for of that nature and also explaining like the point system to qualify for worlds and the different events and talking about those events and things like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, it was a great one. Um, and actually, I'm going to do the segue to the review because getting into the five-star review, we preempted the one recommendation from this five-star review with last week's episode oh yeah yeah so i was like oh this is perfect so yes the uh the review i'm not pulling it up on the computer because apple weird but the review this week is going to be from zakarian 23 um five stars best tcg cast there is is the uh title thank you Uh, The review is a long one, but uh, it says, Hey guys, just so you know, I come from a background in magic. I've played magic for a long time, participated in tournaments, and hit Mythic multiple times on Arena. Due to the cost to stay competitive, I found my way to Pokemon and have been playing since Unified Minds. So not not long after we started playing, Jake. Yeah, pretty much almost the same time as us. That being said, I listened to all of the magic podcasts when I was a regular tourney player. Arena decklist was the one that I love most. My goal was to find that one podcast, that one pod on the Pokemon side that I would love to listen to every week. Metapod is that pod. Yeah! These guys get the meta, they understand the demand for collecting, and they are so pleasing to listen to. The Metapod gives some life to my boring work week and helps me stay engaged with all the latest PTCG news. My only constructive critique would be to get some high-quality guests on the pod. The only other cast I listen to is Lake of Rage. Great pod. Yeah, uh, great pod. Love what Mellow, Sack, Delock, all those guys do over there. And it's mainly due to the guests. Uh, if you guys had guests, I would never have to listen to another cast again. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, great job, guys. And to everyone out there looking for the best PTCG cast you can find, it's right here. So, yeah, that's what I meant by preempting this week's review. Yeah, it was it was very actually well timed. Well timed. Uh, too bad we didn't do it last week. That would have been really, really like perfectly good time. But you know, um, future sight, Jake. We, it was future sight. That's what was. Going yeah, future sight two point We've had actually a couple future sight things throughout this week, and uh, it's been it's been a little wild. But we've had so we've had great guests on in the past. Like we had real breaking Nate on. Um, we had Lee Bui. We had Isaiah Bradner. We had Amy, uh, yep. PTCG Chalk. We had Neil our Pie boy on, Shea. I believe, a while back to talk about tournament stuff. Neil Pie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Neil Pie and Connor. And yeah. Is that all of them? That might be all of them. Maybe. I, I, if we're for, we almost certainly are forgetting someone, and we apologize. <laughs> but if we look, uh, when you're 71 episodes deep, it's a little tough to remember what uh-huh. you did in episode three, Sean. <laughs> I will say, but you know, Sean, what's not tough to remember at this point? PTCG Live is coming, but. It's not coming as soon as we think it is because last week Pokemon released a update on PTCG Live, which if you do not know, is going to be the new client of the Pokemon trading card game. How you can play online created by the Pokemon company. It's going to be in-house, everything like that. People are excited about it. Awesome. They just released an announcement. We're getting we're reading this off of pokebeach.com that PTCG Live will be delayed until 2022 in order to provide players with a more polished experience. However, this is a good note. PTCGL codes 
can be redeemed in PTCGO. So, for example, Fusion Strike, if you went to uh, Fusion Strike pre-release over the weekend. Sean, did you do any, by the way? I did not. Did I you? didn't either. I was okay. in Ohio. <laughs> I was I was visiting my niece and nephew in Ohio. So, and plus, I'm poor. So, I, I was Fusion putting Strike together. Is, I was putting together a hot tub. Oh, okay. When can we do a hot tub pod? Uh, I mean, I could actually set it up. I, it, it's in the wheelhouse of possibilities. Well, in 2022, <laughs> when PTCG Live comes out, we'll we'll try to do a hot tub. I don't know. <laughs> maybe that, that might get us banned on YouTube, actually, if we do a hot tub pod. So maybe I don't want to do that. But anyways, I do want this. And they provided a little bit of quote. Um how the Pokemon TCG Live mobile soft launch will be in Canada. Global open beta for desktop has been shifted to 2022. More soon, more to share soon on timing for both the testing period and the full launch of PTCG Live. And again, Fusion Strike, the product that you open is going to have PTCG Live code cards. Those will be able to work in PTCGO. So do not worry. Um, I don't know if you can input them yet. No, but I, I do think that they did say that, it, you know, as opposed to before, it used to be that you could put in the codes two weeks in advance, like when the pre-release happened, but that you wouldn't be able to open the product until official release date. Yeah, there's like a countdown. But for this set, they said you are not able to put them in two weeks in advance. So, okay. If you're trying to put them in, for those of you who are doing it and didn't see that little piece of news, um, if it's not working, that's just because you have to just wait until the actual release day this time. Yeah, and it comes out later this week. So I believe Thursday you'll be able to open those packs. And then Friday is when you can get the coins and use those for yeah. for like the, the Fusion Strike will be like in the PTCGO store and you can use your coins and stuff on. That's usually how it goes, Yeah, I feel like. So I would assume it's the same this way. But, I mean, our future site said that PTCG Live, my, I think I said on future site that PTCG Live was going to be delayed longer. I did not know. I did not think it was going to be until 2022. I mean, but I, I think it makes sense. If you think about like, they tried to time it to launch with Fusion Strike. They had the codes and all that stuff printed, right? And then it was just like, you know, we couldn't get the beta testing. We couldn't get it out the door in time. Fine. Saying delayed until 2022 basically says, we're going to try again for um, Brilliant Stars, the, the next set that comes out in February. So it wouldn't surprise me if the soft launch happens after Christmas. Just trying to aim for like a solid maybe four weeks or so, four to six weeks of beta time between the mobile launch and the global open beta um, on desktop for Brilliant Stars in February. That would be my guess now. And I will always, always advocate delays to continue polishing products because honestly, in my opinion, whether that's video games, whether that's like anime, even, you know, one of my favorite animes, if you didn't see in the Discord or YouTube community, 86 is being delayed its next episode. It's fine. So long as we get a good quality product at the end. I don't want PTCG Live to be PTCGO 2.0, right? Not a copy-paste thing. I need this to be fun. I need this to be a lot better, especially if I want to continue playing this game long-term. So I'm always down for a delay on PTCG Live. Does not bother me at all. It's fine. It's whatever. It sucks, but it's not the end of the world. And you know what? At least they're working hard, and they're going to give us a quality product, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, fingers crossed. But if you didn't see the news, IRL, we are getting some quality products here soon, Sean. Cue in Urshifu time. Single and rapid strike Urshifu VMAX League battle decks have been revealed by, well, Bob McDougal, not the Pokemon company. Bob, one of our Twitter followers and some that we know on social media. These, just like the the Inteleon decks, the Blastoise Venusaur, these are league battle decks that are going to be coming out soon and these decks are super good we've been continuously talking about you know these decks are really really good you should definitely get a hold of these these are sweet in my opinion if you look at the single strike one like we are right here you're getting in this box you're getting a 2-2 line of single strike urshifu v and v max and sean if you could look at the 
Oh, wait, no, I, I have it pulled up. The the Urshifu V, if you do not know, there's a promo Urshifu V and, uh, and the Impact Blow and Laser Focus Urshifu V. You're going to be getting the regular V that you would in, like, battle styles. So the one with Laser Focus, Impact Blow, in my opinion, the better one. Mm -hmm. The one that you actually want. So you get a 2-2 line of that, a 4-3 line of Houndour Houndoom, which is awesome in my opinion and then a whole bunch of other cards you know you got boss's orders you get a bruno in there some marnies evolution incense research quick balls a whole play set of quick balls scrolls scrapper darkness earn a vitality single strike energy you get the whole shebang Dang. like really really good list i mean outside of the umbreons this is pretty much what single strike was before evolving skies i would say yeah, this is this is a wild like we've talked about it before. The Inteleon one especially was one that we were like, you know, if you're looking for a league battle deck, the Inteleon one's a good pickup. This one also, uh, you know, both of these, I'll, I'll pull up the, the list for Rapid Strike now, which is, you know, for the Rapid Strike one, it's the same amount of V's and V-Maxes. You got a 2-2 two, two line. Um, and for this one, they just give you, it's the um, Chinchino build of Rapid Strike. Not all of them are the same, but they've gone with the Chinchino build to give you the draw engine. Um, some Octillaries and Zigzagoons here. Uh, single fan of waves. But like, it's interesting. Like four, uh, three research here, a couple of Karina's focus on, and three Marnies. Um, yeah, I, it's just, it's really, these are really generally good decks. Now, obviously what this one doesn't have, which I believe single strike decks are running, are like the Drizzile Inteleon engine. Oh, yeah. Quick shooting it. So of the two lists, I would say maybe that the single strike list is more complete with like a competitive format perspective. But yeah, like they're both just really good lists. I mean, you can't put Drizzles in here because you already have like the yeah. Drizzles in the Inteleon League battle deck. So it kind of makes yeah. sense, you know, reverting a little bit back to the Chinchino Octillery days of when Urshifu was first going around. You know, Pedro Torres, I believe, was one of the first people I saw running around with the Chinchino build, at least. And I mean, again, it's a good deck. This deck, this Rapid Strike Urshifu deck even has a Cheryl in it. Which is pretty good, in my opinion. That's, like, super informative on, like, the competitive meta and things like that. Like, that's a small, small thing to include that just says, hey, this can be pretty all right, in my opinion. I like it a lot. Yeah, I mean, a couple of things. One thing that's a little uh, discouraging, I have seen some people maybe posting prices for these. Have you seen these, Jake? People like trying to sell I mean, these. I haven't seen them like secondhand pricing. I know the retail price, which is going to be $30, 30 on November 12th. So that is Friday for $30 if you get it at like a Walmart or Target or whatever. But what's the... I thought I was seeing it some places for like 60 bucks or 70 bucks, And I'm like, I, I will tell everybody, these League Battle decks, they are good and they are printed often. Like the only reason the Inteleon deck, I think the price of that one is particularly inflated is because of the Drizzile and Inteleon engine that comes with it. Because Drizziles were never expected to be $5 a card. So that mm -hmm. is this artificial like inflation of the league battle. But generally speaking, I don't think you're going to get any of that with these decks. Um, and so I would not really overpay much at all for these because the prices of every card on the inside is going to drop significantly in value because of that, which is a good thing. But, um, you know, if you're getting scalped a little bit too hard for these, like then look into like, if you already own a bunch of cards already and you're just looking to buy the, just look into buying these as singles and then you might be able to build the deck for 20 bucks. I mean, yeah, I mean, think of, think about this. Probably most of the people here listening probably have a lot of this stuff. You probably already have Quick Balls. You probably already have Junipers, Marnies, things like that. Escape Rope, maybe a couple Bosses Orders, things like that. And with packs that you may have opened, you probably already have some Octillaries or Mancinos or Dooms, things like that. So really, I would assume that most people listening to this probably just need the Ur the Urshifus, yeah. right? I mean, that's what I need. I just need the Urshifus. Yeah, Urshifus. Maybe like like Chinchinos. Chinchinos, like, they're not always in every deck, and I think they're rares. 
if I'm remembering mm-hmm. correctly, or maybe they're uncommon. Yeah. But still, like there's like some random things in there that you may have not pulled because you didn't play in Sword and Shield base, right? Um, but yeah, great. I, I mean, the other thing somebody said was this is a still a play level two for like the rapid strike. And I'm like, somebody said if this is play level two, play level three has got to be a Sander control deck. It just has to be, right? <laughs> or is play level three V stars? Maybe that. Maybe they're saving that, but that would have been because they when they announced the first league battle decks, I want to say that was a while back now, like a year plus. And I, I'm pretty sure that was the Blastoise and Venusaur decks. Maybe, but like it would have been so long ago that I doubt very much that the North American team was planning for V stars at that point. I mean, I could be wrong, but that's that's pretty far out considering that the North American team doesn't design the cards. They just package things and create products like this. Um, or, or should I say the Pokemon Company International? So maybe they're holding that play level three for like when big events return and they want to print decks that have won a big event. And so it's like a sort of like a specialty product that it's like, oh, this is the world champion deck and that's a play level three. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that's the one that I want personally. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, that just makes it so easy to be able to like build decks and things like that for like retro and stuff. And those are really cool mementos too. Like, I kind of wish that I was buying those like before the pandemic and things like that because they're a little bit harder to find now at this point but if you want the league battle decks the urshifus again they're coming out this friday november 12 2021 and they're retailing for 30 dollars 30 dollars and again if you're seeing places mark up at 60 plus or even honestly 40 plus if you're seeing it over 40 just wait and then buy the singles that you need in like two weeks yeah. or whatever. See how the few see how the fusion strike meta develops because that's starting this weekend. Mm-hmm. See if you know the Urshifus are worth investing, and if yes, boom, just just put your money in those. You'd probably get. I bet you could get a two-two line of each of those Urshifus here in two weeks for forty bucks. Yeah, you're probably right. I'm sure of it. Yeah. Um. So Jake. Speaking of Fusion Strike and how that might change things in the meta, do you want to get into the the meat of this episode, which is a an abridged review, a abridged set review? I'm not going to lie. I don't know what abridged means. Uh, abridged, basically, uh, if you're talking about like an abridged version of a book, it's not the full book. It's just whatever some editor has decided are the important bits. Okay, okay, yeah. yes. Because if you do not know, Fusion Strike is the biggest set in Pokemon TCG history. And let me tell you, there's a lot of crap in this set. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Having opened the set myself, I have, I own, I'm the proud owner of two Dodrio Vs now. I yeah, don't need one Do- of Dodrio Vs. Um, that, that in itself should probably tell you exactly what we mean by crap. But I mean, if you're a collector, if you're a collector, this set is phenomenal for you. You love this because there's a ton of stuff to get. There's a ton of Vs, a ton of special arts, different things like that. But for as a player, this set, if you try to open it as a player, you are probably not going to be happy with your pulls. There's not a lot of people that are probably going to be happy with it. But Sean and I are here. We're going to talk about the best cards from fusion strike we're going to talk about playable ones we're going to talk about our arts that we really like some maybe chase cards that we want things like that and we're going to talk a lot about these cards of the impact that they may have and we're going to be using justin basil's website because again this is the biggest set of all time so the great thing about justin's website this is not a sponsor by the way this is just me absolutely loving the website This does really well at organizing all of those cards. You know, you can go your alternate art for collectors. You can go your different rarities, things like that. And then there's a whole section for players as well. Marking down utility Pokemon, attacking Pokemon, supporters, items, whatever else, which is really good, especially for newer players as well. Maybe you hear utility Pokemon and you're like, oh my gosh, I don't even know what that means. Like, what's a utility Pokemon? Boom! All of a sudden, Justin's got you covered. So, Justin, shout out to you. Thank you. And, uh, Sean, would you like to kick it off with the first card that you want to talk about? I mean, do we want to do collectors or do we just want to do players? 
Let's do players first, yeah. and then we'll go into collectors. And yeah, I feel like collectors, we can just do a really quick, like, our favorite cards. But, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, for players, we did talk about the Oracorio and stuff, and we talked about the pre-release promos that you could get. So um, I'll just start here with, let's see. Um, I- I'll go with Gorbis here, because, like, of the that are on the page right now the gorbis is the one that really speaks to me immediately uh but this one has the ability rapid strike cancel your opponent's rapid strike pokemon in play have no abilities and it doesn't say rapid strike basic it doesn't say rapid strike evolution it's rapid strike pokemon and if you remember uh the quick shooting inteleon i believe is a rapid strike pokemon so Mm -hmm. If you are absolutely done with <laughs> the quick shooting Inteleon meta, just run some Gorbis in your deck and uh, and you'll be Gucci. They can't turn your ability off uh, because, you know, path to the peak don't work on it. And all of a sudden you're just like, ping me for what damage? No damage for you. They would only be able to turn off your Gorbis if they themselves have Gorbis, but they need Gorbis first before you well, get. It, you can't because it's only Rapid Strike in play have no abilities, and Gorbis is a Fusion Strike. Oh wait, no, strike. Gorbis is Fusion Strike. My apology. Right. I thought Gorbis was uh, Rapid Strike for a second there. My bad. My bad. That's no, my this fault. Is, this is great. So like, I think this. I mean, you could also. I think there's a lot of really good Fusion Strike Pokemon that have interesting abilities, mm-hmm. and. That we'll get to it in a bit, but that I think is what makes the Mew VMAX deck so good and so versatile is not just that, yes, it can copy abilities, uh, copy attacks from other fusion strikes, but because you're leaning into the fusion strike, you know, genre, if you will, or, or battle style, um, all of them have like really interesting abilities. And so like the deck can k- kind of be a toolbox depending on what you're up against. Also, this has a counterpart, Huntail. It's basically the same, or I'm sorry, it's not the same. This affects single strike Pokemon. Its ability says your opponent's single strike Pokemon attacks cost one colorless more. So that could be really good against all the Urshifus running around. You know, that's one more energy that they have to have. They have to accelerate the energy, sure, but especially after something like G-Max Rapid Flow, or I'm sorry, G-Max 1 blows the attack, discarding all the energies. You know, if you have that Huntail in play, they got to get five energies next time, which even if they have three Hound, they have to have all four Houndooms out. You have to accelerate all four of those energies and you have to attach an energy on your own. So pretty much impossible, I would say. And one other thing with this one, again, going back to Mew VMAX, because those are be the those are going to be the partners for these Pokemon most likely, is that Mew VMAX is weak to dark. And single strike, like darkness type Pokemon, more often lean into single strike battle style, right? And mm-hmm. that's its weakness. So like and darkness we know ha- typically has higher energy costs for their attacks, you know, barring things like Spiritomb, let's say. Um, so like that extra, you know. Uh, you know, energy cost might be the difference between you winning or losing those games because they either can or can't KO you with one hit in a turn. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I I really like uh, both of these Pokemon. I also see these two Pokemon specifically being played in control. Mm. For those of you who haven't been around, Sander has been messing around with this control list with Zoroark's and things like that because Zora can turn into a different stage one Pokemon, which Huntail and Gorbis both are stage one Pokemon. They're perfect for that kind of deck because it just hinders your opponent's Pokemon. You know, facing a single strike deck, boom, you just put Gorbis on the field. Facing a rapid strike deck, boom, just put the other one on the field or whichever one. Um, And Control has a couple other cards in this set that can make it better as well. So I think it's a really, really neat function to be able to have them in. But uh, I'll go with I'll go with the next one, Sean, because uh, I kind of stole. I kind of lobbied off of you for the Huntail. I'm going to actually pick Serena V. 
Oh my, okay, going so down a bit. You scroll down a little bit into the attacking Pokemon. Serena V, it's a 200 HP basic grass Pokemon. Grass and colorless, Queen's Order, 20 plus damage. You may discard any number of your benched Pokemon. This attack does 40 more damage for each bench Pokemon you discarded in this way. Cheap grass attacker that can hit really hard with something like Skyfield. Sean, so... We know Expanded is a format, even though Pokemon doesn't really acknowledge it right now and it may not be right away on PTCG Live. You could do some serious damage with Serena V, and it doesn't specifically say something like Grass Pokemon specifically. So if you've got something like Darkrai, for instance, I don't know if you would actually use Darkrai, but I'm just thinking, you know, a Pokemon that can come from the discard pile onto the bench consecutively pretty much every single turn to continuously recycle Pokemon. The Garatina from Lost Thunder, you know, we see the Mewtwo decks in expanded that utilize the uh the gardevoir ex mega gardevoir ex it's where you can do more damage discarding your pokemon so the idea of that deck is to discard a whole bunch of pokemon they're all garatina lost thunders and then the next turn you bring garatina back out again and again and again you put damage counters everywhere everything like that queen's order can kind of do that same thing can bully that same style of play now you don't have something like uh What's that stadium called? The Psychic Stadium that allows your Psychic Pokemon to have one colorless less energy for an attack. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, you don't... There's no way to reduce the cost of this attack, but there are ways to accelerate an energy on your turn. Yes. So I, I think it's a cool Pokemon. You may not really ever see it in Standard, but in Expanded, I think this has some potential to be at least pretty decent. I mean, I think we're looking at a new Donk deck in, in Expanded. Because if you think about it, like, if you are going second and your opponent does not get a, a second Pokemon down for whatever... I guess it's not a Donk deck in the respect that most Donk decks want to win on the first... Like, going first. Yeah, like, the literal yeah, first turn yeah. before your opponent can even play a card. But, I mean, yeah, to your point, like, if you can get... What, does Skyfield let you have seven or eight Pokemon on the bench? I think it's eight Pokemon. I think it's eight Pokemon on the bench. Hold on. Yeah. So like if you know you're not going to lose the next turn by having nothing on the bench, which that's the biggest fear you run into with this card is if you discard all eight and you're doing 340 damage and then you only have Serena V left and your opponent can knock it out and they win. That's the risk you run with this. But if you want like, you know, either a late game or your opponent didn't get anything else onto the, the field and you can donk them like this, like it's kind of an easy dunk in that respect if you can get some draw. So, And I mean, again, you don't have to discard the entire thing. You know, you could yeah, do true. like two shots or whatever. I mean, I don't know how good two shots would be because of things like Dragonite V in mm. the format right now. And the Dragonite ADP is just disgusting and gross. But anyways, it's a real cool little thing. I think it's a cool card. And I think it, it, it gives a little glory to expand it. Something that we don't talk a lot about. Yeah, I like that. That's nice. Um, I'm going to head back up. Uh, and I'll, I mean, I got to talk about Inteleon VMAX because you can't you can't overlook it because in a set this big with as many cards that are of no uh, playability, you can't yeah. overlook every card that has it. So there's a new Inteleon VMAX in town. This one is a rapid strike Pokemon, which um, it's it's interesting. The original Inteleon VMAX was not rapid strike, obviously. Uh, but this one has the ability Double Gunner. You can discard a water energy for your, from your hand to use the ability. And if you do that, you can put two, you choose two of your opponent's bench Pokemon and put two damage counters on each of them. Uh, you can only do that once a turn. So um, now you can only do that once a turn for each Double Gunner you have. If you have multiple Inteleon VMAXs on the field, you can discard that many energy and do it multiple times. Uh, but I think this partners just really well with all of the damage spread decks. Um, and the nice thing about this one in particular is also the attack. Justin didn't label it for its attack as being powerful, but water and colorless, which means you can use rapid strike energy, just a single special energy here. And um, you do 70. And if you put the energy back into your hand, it does 70 more. So you're basically, you can attach the energy, do 140, put the energy back into your hand so you're at least safe from fan of waves 
You're not safe or from crushing him. hammer or crushing it. You're not safe from Marnie, but you're safe from <laughs> any of the other stuff. Um, yeah. So like, I, I think this is a really interesting deck. I don't know if it's top tier, but Jake, what do you, what do you think about this card? I think it's pretty cool. I saw Luke uh, when he was testing with his mom, he was abusing it a lot with Cheryl. Mm, and I think yeah. Cheryl's a really, really good combo for this deck, especially if you're playing the baby Inteleon engine with the shady dealings. You can very easily find Cheryl. And especially if you maybe run something like scoop up nets, you know, you could spend a turn and do a Cheryl and then the next turn use research or something like that. We have Palpat in the format. We have um what's that one eldegoss v in the format mm -hmm. as well if you really want to do that eldegoss v isn't really seeing a lot of play at all right now but who knows maybe with this where you can do that kind of style of play maybe Eldeg one eldegoss v can fit and then if you start it you just cry but i don't know i mean i think it's pretty good i don't know if it could be like bdif i it, it's probably somewhere around like tier 1.5 or something like that yeah, I tier mean, two, tier one point five. I think the question for this one is like, I don't think it's is it's it's I don't think it's its own deck. Meaning like, I don't think it is the hero Pokemon, the mm -hmm. same way that like Shadow Rider or Ice Rider are their own hero or Mew Vmax is like the hero of the deck. But I do think in some ways it might be like Single Strike Urshifu is not really the hero of its own deck. It's kind of like a combo, like Single Strike umbreon right and it's like depending on the matchup and the situation like one may be the mvp and i think this yeah. is another card where you might need to find a pairing for this that you know we talk a little i talked a little bit about it in a recent video made maybe something like a crabominable v is a good partner um we'll get to that card later but yeah some maybe two prizers so you can do some funny math here's a thought so in the last couple of weeks toward Reckliff, one of the best players in the world right now he started playing melanie urshifu vmax and okay. basically being able to gmax rapid flow every single turn there's a partner a 1-1 line of vaporeon vmax in there sean do you think that maybe instead of a vaporeon 1-1 line you put an inteleon vmax rapid strike 1-1 line instead what does the vaporeon do for the deck the vaporeon with a three I think it's like two water, one colorless attack. But I mean, you just use rapid strike energy because it's a rapid strike Pokemon. With three energies, it is 100 damage plus. And if your opponent's Pokemon already has damage counters on it, you do 100 more damage. So you can do a max mm. of effectively 200 damage, which is pretty good for like two shotting and stuff. And it runs real well against something like Dragapult, you know, because Urshifu VMAX gets hit by weakness against Dragapult. It's a really good counter to that and maybe a couple other things. That's interesting. I think it's a math question, right? Of like mm -hmm. Rapid Strike Urshifu, the way that Tord is using it is doing how much damage, right? And so if you add that in 140, is that enough? Or do you need the 200, right? Is the extra... And maybe you give yourself another two damage counters, right? For the one ping. But I, I don't know um, in the matchups that Tord is doing the math in his head if if that extra 60 damage or 40, if you're not... If you want to count discarding that energy, I don't know if that makes enough of a difference in the, the, the different meta game. So hard to say. Hard to say. I honestly don't think it's good. Maybe if you do like Inteleon VMAX, Vaporeon VMAX, maybe that's a deck in itself hmm. that could work out. But I, I feel like when you're talking about Melanie Urshifu, maybe not because I don't know, just like the Vaporeon is it's, it does so much damage after you've already like chip shotted something that I just I, I don't see Inteleon being the, the deal breaker in that. I think maybe 140 is not enough. Yeah. Compared to the 200, if you're already putting damage counters on. Uh, but I thought it was an idea to yeah, maybe no. bring up. I think it's a good point, right? Because I think where wherever Inteleon VMAX might find a home is still kind of up in the air. But I do think mm -hmm. it's a Pokemon that certainly could find a home as like maybe a 1-1 or a 2-2 line somewhere. It'll be very interesting. But maybe, Sean... Mm-hmm. Another interesting choice. I want to go down to Steelix. Oh, if you my. Can scroll down Going. a little bit. It'll be on the right hand side. Up, 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 up. 
There you no, go. This one. This one. Okay. Yes. So Steelix, this is something that I think maybe a couple people might want to know about heading into this weekend. If you're going to the full group games, 1K Invitational Steelix could be a good gym leader format Pokemon, 190 HP stage one Pokemon with a double colorless attack of powerful rage. This attack does 20 damage for each damage counter on this Pokemon. You know, a Pokemon that's probably going to tank a hit to something that's not a grass Pokemon, right? Because it's weak to grass. You're probably going to be able to answer a KO or answer an attack with a KO if somebody's hitting you. Because Gym Leader Challenge format, for those of you that don't know, is basically like a singleton format Mm -hmm. or like a commander format type deal where you have to keep your Pokemon of the same type, right? So if I have a Steelix in my gym leader format deck, I have to only play fighting Pokemon, things like that. Um, so this could do very, very well. There's no V's or V maxes or GX's or EX's that are allowed in that format either. So you're facing a lot of baby Pokemon and there's a lot of like two shots and things like that in that format. So I think Steelix could actually be a really cool Pokemon in that format specifically. You're probably never going to use it in standard, I would think, but I think for a lot of people that especially until PTCG live comes out until, you know, the 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 play Pokemon tour comes back. Gym leader challenge format has been an excellent thing. One of our uh, listeners and one of my good friends, Trey, won the last one at full grip. So I don't know. It's it's exciting. Andrew was playing it the other day, I think, on stream. Uh, and I'll probably be playing it a lot this week with the 1K coming around. But, Sean, let's go over a couple more cards. Uh, I mean, I'll go back up because some of the ones at the top are absolute bangers. Toxtricity, Fusion Strike. I want to talk about this one because, again, talking about Mew VMAX, all that good stuff. But even, yeah, it has to be in a Mew VMAX deck, really. Um, yeah. At least for now. But, yeah, Toxtricity has the ability if all of your Pokemon in play are Fusion Strike, your opponent's Pokemon VMAX in play, get minus 30 HP. I have never seen a card that has an ability of not putting damage counters, but reducing HP by like a fixed number, like minus 30. is like, that's kind of a weird, have you ever, do you remember a card that has done something quite like this? I think there are cards like that, but I, it's very uncommon yeah. to your point. Like it's not something that the Pokemon company goes out of their way to print very often. And it does not say you can only have one maximum downer ability and play at a time. I think because that would actually break the rules of the game. Cause it's not like it's an ability. To, it's not an ability you activate, right? It's just a static mm-hmm. ability. So to say you could only have one of them would mean that like it would be illegal to have two toxtricities on the field, which is like, no, you can't do that. Um, so like if you get one of these down, then those 330 or 320 HP Pokemon go down to 290 or 300. And if you get two of them, you know, it, if you get two or three of these down, that easily puts, I think, you in range for Oko territory with Mew VMAX, if it's copying something like a Genesect, let's say. Um, and, you know, maybe a couple of those tablets that we'll talk about later. Mm-hmm. I think this is, and also the nice thing about this card is um, it can be sneaky. So you can set up a near KO and then say have a Toxel or a Zoroark on the bench. And then if that's the only non-fusion strike, then boop, swap it out on uh on your next turn minus 30 hp you kill whatever the thing is that was dying and you get to do an attack and maybe take more prizes so this could set up six prize turns easily um so there's a lot of cheeky things that you could maybe do with this card and this card technically really only gets stronger the more and more they print out fusion strike and the more possibilities there will be so i agree i think this is really cool i really only think that this is in like the mu v max genesect v box type deal because that's really the only fusion strike deck that we think is worth it as of right now but again maybe in future sets they make more fusion strike pokemon that do really really cool things but sean let's go down to tower tablet okay tower tablet tower Tower tablet power tower not tower tablet power tablet 
I know how to read, but anyways, we mentioned this card, so we'll go over it right now. During this turn, your Fusion Strike Pokemon's attacks do 30 more damage to your opponent's active Pokemon. So Mew VMAXs are not really one-shotting each other because they don't hit for weakness mm -hmm. against each other. So things like Power Tablet, things like the Toxtricity can really start to do some damage on, you know, the amount of power you're putting in with a base damage of 210 damage from that Genesect V that you're copying. So, yep. very, very cool yeah. in my opinion. I mean, basically electro power for Fusion Strike. Yeah. That's, that's literally what this is. It's just electro power. Um, the only difference is we did not get electro charger <laughs> or Volkner mm -hmm. yet. <laughs> but I mean, we do so have Raihan. Raihan's kind of like a little Volkner. I will say, though, we do have a type of electro charger Kind of. Not really. Uh, sort of, but not really. Anyways, let's go to the Cramomatic real quick if you scroll up a, a little bit. Uh, you can use yeah. this card if you discard another item card from your hand. Flip a coin if head, search your deck for a card and put it in your hand, then shuffle your deck. I've seen some people go in like four VIP passes, four Cramomatics, the, the Pokey Gears, all that jazz, like really aggressive coin flip lists <laughs> that pay off extremely well <laughs> yeah I and chromomatic is a card that i think people are going to have fun with i mean there are like opal is another supporter that lets you go get i think one card maybe or, or one for well each you head flip two you flip. coins yeah. and for each heads you grab a card so you can grab two cards if you had two heads and then you have things like old pc but you have to flip two heads to, to do anything with it i really like this because like no there's not a way to reflip in the current standard format like we don't have flip teeny uh because the the stadium that lets you reflip is only for attacks mm -hmm. uh, but a single flip that lets you get any card and put it into your hand and you do not have to show it to your opponent like i mean that seems like a that's a win to me like if people are gonna play crushing hammer this is in my opinion better than crushing hammer for what it is like don't get me wrong crushing hammer is good but like People know how to play around it, whatever. This card has the potential to be absolutely broken if they ever reprint a flipping effect, or you know, if just if you just want to luck sack your way to win to a to a to a regional championship, then this might make the difference in some matchups. We did see Cramomatic be played at the Japanese like regional event that happened uh, probably like a month or so ago, maybe a month, a month and a half ago. I'm not 100% sure how long ago it was. I know it was recent in the fall. We did see this Cramomatic be played. It's a little bit of a different format, but it's still something worth to note, I think. But another thing worth to note, Sean. Mm-hmm. Well, I Where think it's I actually your turn. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I'll just quickly say we we've talked about Genesect V a few times. Um, I can't make it bigger for some reason. Uh, but Genesect V is a fusion strike Pokemon, which is why Mew VMAX will be able to copy it. Once during your turn, you may draw cards until you have as many cards in your hand as you have fusion strike Pokemon in play. It did not say that, but in play is what it means. Um, so you could draw up to six if you have a full board. Um, and if you have more than one of these on the board, you can do that several times in a turn. And then the other reason it's so good is it does 210 damage, uh, and you can do that with Mew VMAX. You can do it just by itself, too. I know there are some people out there playing around with just like a Genesect V deck, the same way that people played with Turbo Zacian V. Um, so, and it says during your next turn, this Pokemon can't attack, but you know escape rope switch you're you're good you're good so escape rope switch balloon like we got it all we got it all in this format so yeah i, I would say um that is a, a, a the thing that makes the mu v max deck really tick in terms of attack power because without this i don't know if mu v max would ever be played but it has one partner at least for now that is a, a really nice attacker so I mean, personally, I think Genesect V is the best card in this set. The ability oh is so good, especially if you're getting a ton of Fusion Strike Pokemon out on the field, like because you're a Fusion Strike box deck. You know, we have many different searching options in this format. I feel like at times, especially for a little basics, if you're running like Toxtricity 
in your yep. list, maybe like Gorbis or Huntail or whatever in this list. Even Oricorio, the Fusion Strike Pokemon, works with Level Ball. Yeah. So that's another like set of options right there. You have the Meloetas as well at 90 HP. So again, that's another just option for that level ball. So I think Genesect is arguably the best set or the best card in this set. So if you get it, Pogs out to you. But if you, Sean, if you could scroll down the supporters real quick. Supporters, okay. I'm going to go go over kind of two cards at once. I'm going to go over Judge and Sydney because they're both going to be really good for control. I'll briefly go over Judge. For those of you that don't know, Judge is a reprinted card. The last time we had it was in Lost Thunder, so a lot of you may be familiar with it. But if you're not, each player shuffles their hand in their deck and draws four cards. Pretty good for disrupting. I know it was played in some decks, especially Pikaram. There was a moment where it was called Pika Judge uh-huh. or something like that, where Pikaram was playing Judge. I kind of think Marnie's a little bit better than yeah. Judge because Marnie puts it at the bottom of your deck and allows your opponent no chance to draw it. Yeah. But you could put in Marnie's and Judge's in your deck to be able to continuously stall out. So I just wanted to go over that real quick. I think judge coming back is pretty cool, but Sydney is the better control card. Your opponent reveals their hand discard up to two in any combination of tool cards, special energy cards and stadium cards from it, especially with, you know, things like special energies, things like stadiums, you can only play one stadium per turn, mm-hmm. right? So if your opponent, a great way to get ahead in the stadium war is if you maybe know that you're, I don't know, for whatever reason, you know that they have a stadium or a, another special energy or a tool card or whatever. If they've got a huge hand, you could go ahead and get rid of some stuff, or maybe you can get lucky if you know that your opponent's very low on the deck and you're maybe it's an online format and you're like, oh, you know what? They probably have something like this or the other in the hand. This card could be pretty good for control. You know, gets rid of air balloons, gets rid of those stadiums, so you always get rid of this, or so you always win the stadium war, right? Especially with something like Octillery in Rapid Strike or Houndoom in Single Strike or even Eliza, the new Eliza Sparkle coming out with the Fusion Strike energies. If your opponent has those energies in their hand, boom, you can just knock them away to the discard. And that makes it so much more difficult for your opponent. So I think this card is cool. I think it's pretty all right. I mean, it's really only for control, but (laughs) I still think it's worth noting. I yeah. think control gets better in this set. I think we'll start seeing a lot more control. I would agree. I mean, I think the the benefit that control gets here is that they actually the biggest benefit is that they printed Zoroark in the previous set, and now mm-hmm. Zoroark has some really nice targets. And you also have this card coming out that is like hand disruption. So it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see what what comes of that card. Um, Sean, do you want to go into like your favorite cards? Or like the card that you want to pull if you if you get more product. I'm just gonna pull Mew V Max up because like <laughs> let's be frank, um if there's any deck that comes out of this set that is uh, actually tier one or above, it is going to be Mew V Max. Maybe Turbo Genesect, but I- I'm not sure. But Mew V Max uh, has two attacks, uh one of which is probably the attack you're gonna be doing most often, but the second might be valuable. First attack, cross fusion strike. Choose one of your bench fusion strike Pokemon's attacks. Use it as this attack. Um, as we said, Genesect has a 210 damage attack that uh, normally it's three energy, but this one, unlike Mewtwo and Mew GX, you do not have to meet the energy requirements. Um, so just for two colorless energy, which if you have been also looking ahead to future sets, there is a basically a double colorless energy that's coming into the format next set that reduces your damage output by 20. Uh, But you may even be able to do this for one attachment in the future. So this card only gets better, which we we know is going to be the case. And then its second attack also, I think, nicely um, protects it from, you know, the deciduous of the world. So, or, or Zamazentas, right? For Psychic and Psychic, which you can use your your fusion strike energy for to fulfill that. Um, it does 130 and it's not affected by effects on your opponent's active. So you can get through the walls at a decent clip. 130 is not nothing. Um, granted, I 
no, actually, yeah, one thirty. It's, is- it's over double what Dragapult yeah. does with Shred. Yeah, so uh, I, you know, I think this was a really well designed card. It's only three hundred and ten HP, which I think balances it out a little bit. It is weak to dark, so that with the single strike Umbreon and things like that, and and Gengar Vmax maybe coming into the format, something to look out for. But otherwise, I think it's a great card. Jake, Jake, thoughts? I also think it's a great card as well. I think, again, as you said, I think it's also a well-designed card. You know, it's a benched Fusion Strike Pokemon. Mm -hmm. There are two limitations right there, benched and Fusion Strike. You know, Mewtwo and Mew broke out of the gates right away because it was any GX EX Pokemon in the discard pile. So you didn't even have to have the risk of it being in play. Now, this is just any Pokemon that's a Fusion Strike Pokemon. You know, it doesn't have to have a rule box or anything like that but i think it has a lot of the checks and balances that a good pokemon card should have you know again the fusion strike the bench 310 hp a little bit low on the vmax end it does have free retreat mm-hmm. which is pretty all right and i think two psychic energy 130 just straight ahead i think that's a pretty awesome attack in my opinion i still think genesect is better though oh okay i mean they're, they're, they're like peanut butter and jelly, right? Some people like yeah, them both together. Yeah, I, I would agree. And some people just like a peanut butter sandwich. And, you know, what kind of sandwich do you like? If there's one card that I want, Sean, because, you know, I love full art supporters. Mm-hmm. I always, every single box, if it doesn't have a full art supporter in it, doesn't matter if I get eight Mew VMAX alternate arts. If it doesn't have a full art supporter, I'm a little sad about it. I want Eliza's sparkle this will no doubt in my mind be the most expensive full art i mean no doubt in my mind not only is it eliza which is a very popular character in the pokemon unova series of the world but also it's a pretty good card too especially for your mew and genesect fusion strike boxes type deal Choose up to two of your Fusion Strike Pokemon. For each of those Pokemon, search your deck for a Fusion Strike Energy card and attach it to that Pokemon. Then shuffle the deck. You're probably playing your Mew Fusion Strike box thing with four Fusion Strike Energy. Especially if you have a ton of Fusion Strike Pokemon, whether that's Genesect, uh, the Toxtricity, any of those. You probably have a lot of Fusion Strike Pokemon on the field. You could have another Mew two Mews on the field and attach to those. And Fusion Strike Energy is all different types, right? So you can attach it to anything as long as it's a Fusion Strike Pokemon. And this is a great energy accelerant. A lot of issues that decks have is just like attaching energies. So this blocks that out, especially when your Genesect is the draw support of your deck. You know, you don't have to research or Marnie every turn. You could just Genesect eight times in a single turn and then boom you can eliza sparkle for energy i think eliza is probably two of two of maybe three if you want to feel dangerous but i feel like it's a two of i uh, yeah it might be like a two maybe three i the the thing i like most about this card is there's very few cards that search your deck for special energy that exist in mm-hmm. the format and this not only gets the special energy out of the deck which you can't search for, it puts it onto your Pokemon and it is accelerating to energy. So it's like, honestly, like this is also a massive um, counter to fan of waves. Cause like if your opponent can't knock you out and just as fan of waves, and, oh, fan of waves it to the, the discard. If you have access to one of these on the next turn, it's like, it's like it never happened, you know? It's gross. It's super And gross. again, with like your Mew as well, you could go like Eliza Sparkle attach and boom, your Mew yeah. Max is ready to attack. So again, it's like the wave fan of waves never happened. Yep. Now I'm still waiting on a Lieutenant Surge reprint. Never I'm wondering happen. if they'll ever <laughs> reprint a card like that or make a card like that because I see all of the, I see so many supporters, Sean. I see like Cillian and Cyan and Chili and Cresson, whatever mm-hmm. that card's name is. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of a cool card. And I see as well the Pokemon Adventure or whatever that's like gr- grab three Pokemon V. And, you know, that that also includes like V unions, things like that. And I'm like, oh, man, that's a really cool card as well. But when I look at this format, I'm like, I either need to research or Marnie or boss every single turn. And those are like my only three options. I mean, that's why I am super excited for I hate to say this post rotation. (laughs) No, I mean, the reason being is I think Pokemon 
is realizing that they need to start bringing the power curve down a hair. And so they've, they've basically said, hey, we're going to reprint Judge because something needs to replace Marnie. We, we understand that hand disruption needs to exist, but it's not going to be Marnie again. Judge was perfectly balanced. And they have not printed a professor's research in the uh, past the D block, right? And we're already getting into F. So look, they could always print one card and then all of a sudden everything's legal again. Who knows? But to me, like, I think they want to make people have those really tough decisions. And I, I think between that and V-Star, they're, they're really getting to a place now where like, as a player, you can't just rely on bird deck go fast, right? Like eventually mm-hmm. they want to get back to a point where it's like, I'm going to make this decision and it, it's me taking a turn off from being hyper aggressive or, or whatever it might be. And like, who knows if that's the right play and you will learn from that. And that, because Pokemon doesn't have a ton of interaction, but like those are like meaningful decisions that I think Pokemon can make players make that right now, to your point, I have three options for supporter. I, I research, I Marnie, I boss. Which one do I want to do? Well, if I can win the game, I boss. If I need to draw, I'm research. And if I don't have any other options, honestly, <laughs> I, I if you want to disrupt your opponent, your opponent has sure. a 20 card hand or you sure. need to draw more cards like Marnie. Yeah. I mean, it's just the 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 arithmetic on that is just too too simple. I think even as simple as the ga- a game Pokemon can be sometimes, which it's meant to be, it's almost too simple. So I think they're trying to fix that. Just think about like a Eli- Lieutenant Surge, Eliza Sparkle research. <laughs> oh my god! Like that would be so. That would be so sick. That would be so disgusting. I guess. That's, or like even yeah. control. You could even like. Man, just think like Lieutenant Surge, Sydney, Judge or something like that. Or like ah. Sydney, something else. Or like, oh man, the possibilities are endless, Sean. If Lieutenant Surge gets reprinted, I'll be so happy. Um, I think I'm just going to take a look here and see if there's any other cards that we want to quickly cover off on. Um, I'll, I mentioned Crabominable V, so I'll talk about that real quick. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, trigger avalanche discard the top two cards of your opponent's deck you know we do know that uh mill has been a constant companion for people over the years and it's not been an option for the last year plus so this may be a way back into mill for some people if you can play a control deck and and use this but its second attack is also very good uh 60 damage for each damage counter on your opponent's active so it's basically a it's a better sableye v because it has a 90 plus base to it and like that's crazy. Four damage counters, and you're doing what? Two forty plus ninety, three thirty. Three hundred and thirty damage for just four four damage counters. Two quick shooting Intellions, and you're already there. Frostmoth, easy. Melanie, like it's just it's so easy to accelerate the energy to this. I I think this card could, um, pardon the pun, make some waves. Uh, but yeah, I, I wanted to touch on that because that's that's one that I really like. How about you? Any uh, any last cards you want to quickly touch on, real quick? Uh, please don't make Greed and Vmax really really good. Please, oh my god, just uh, please don't. Please, I don't need a Greed and Vmax taking three prizes on my poor sixty HP Sobble. I mean, turn one. Do you want to hear a crazy combo? Oh god, Greed and Vmax, Galarian Crisola. Galarian Crisola, stage 100 HP psychic Pokemon. For one psychic energy, force regeneration. Put a basic Pokemon V from your opponent's discard pile onto their bench. If you do, the damage counters on that Pokemon until its remaining HP is 30. Oh, so Green you. V for double colorless does 30 damage, and then you take two extra prizes. Oh, that's so a four that would prize. be a four prize turn. Well, two turns because you need one turn to get the um, this buddy up here. But well, yes. But you could you could easily run a couple of Galarian Crisolas, right? Get a get a couple of those little attacks off, and then play this with the Intellion line, and take four prizes with this attack, two prizes with some damage pings, six prizes in one turn. I'm sorry that I am bringing this up uh, for any madmen out there who want to build this deck and and absolutely ruin the format, but that's a thing that can happen. I don't know if it will, but it could. 
Oh, you know that like you know that like little dark fury is going to make a deck oh, profile yeah. on YouTube and the thumbnail is going to be <laughs> took six prizes where only dealing 30 damage is going to be some green and VMAX like uh, shenanigans. Yeah. yeah, I already I already see it. I already yeah. see it. You can give me the royalties for the, the ad revenue that you get just for that idea. LDF, if you uh, if you want to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's a good deck, but, you know, but like rogue decks like that, it's a lot of setup. You probably are going to lose more often than you win. But man, that's a fun. If you could pull it off, that'd be fun, wouldn't it? <laughs> that would be something that I like take to my locals. <laughs> oh, yeah. And like if you play this in the mid to late game, like if you've counted how many VMAXs of that type they've played, there's not a ton of recovery built into decks, especially for VMAXs currently. So if they're down three VMAXs and they, and they have one on the field, you can feel safe that I'm going to put the Pokemon V out and there's no way you can Evo it, right? So like mm -hmm. Cheryl also won't work on it because it's not an evolution. <laughs> so like, yeah. And then keep in mind as well that Max Gimme Gimme, it's second attack on green and VMAX does 160. So even if they mm -hmm. do like VMAX... You can probably still hit them and KO them with the max gimme gimme. I mean, if you're already doing the double colorless yeah. attack, you're probably one energy away from that second attack. So honestly, like if they V max, okay, you know, still three prizes. Yep. Um, Jake, any last thoughts on this set before we wrap this up? Enjoy opening if you like opening. All right. If you love collecting Pokemon cards, you love opening product, whether that's for you with your significant others or your family members. Enjoy Pokemon opening. Enjoy getting cool cards. Enjoy getting a variety of hits, things like that. Enjoy the cards themselves. If you're a player, though. Try not to buy product. <laughs> Try to just buy the singles. If you just want to stay competitive, maybe you're like me, you're balling on a budget. Just buy the singles. There's if you open a box, you're probably going to get a lot of hits that you don't think are going to be playable. But if you're a collector, you just like opening product and collecting a bunch of cards. This set's awesome for you. Mm -hmm. But Jake. yeah, that's that's my final thought. Any any future site? I want to do a quick future site before we sign off the pod. Anything from you? My future site prediction, I think that there is going to be. Do you remember that time where PTCGO was basically unplayable because of a set release and there was a whole uh, bunch of bugs? Yes. yes do you I remember do. that? I do. I think that happens again. Okay. Because I think personally, I here's here, here's my tinfoil hat. Fusion Strike was not supposed to go on PTCGO, it was supposed to go on PTCG Live originally so they're scrambling kind of last second to get these things on ptcgo to get all the adjustments to work they probably have had less time to attach and because you know direwolf digital is not going to be on ptcg live maybe they expect to be out the door already i would assume that i mean direwolf digital i don't i have no harm foul to you they probably care even less about PTCGO than they did six months ago. So I I feel like, Sean, there's going to be some game-breaking things that happen on PTCGO that make me not want to play the game. That I like that. That's a bold prediction. And I think I mean, it, is, it makes sense. Well like, yeah. it kind of makes sense. I mean, I hope it doesn't happen. Well, I no, hope but, I'm wrong. But yeah, um, that I like that one. That was a good one. Uh, my I, I will make this prediction now and then i will if i'm wrong i'll have to i'm going to force myself to wait several weeks because eventually it will come but i think that given the pushback of ptcg alive the pokemon company is going to want to announce other news now i will say that i did hear that they recently reopened uh the professor program somebody at one of our locals just got his uh certification to be a judge to be a oh professor. nice so what that tells me is they're obviously gearing up for local sanctioned events. So I think that this week they're going to announce the upcoming sanctioned events. Um, schedule is maybe a bit strong, but like when those should come back, I think it'll be in January. And I think that it'll I be think like, January makes sense. Uh, and so, yeah, I think they're going to announce that this week and like, kind of like, you know, Hey, find out when your store is hosting their first league challenge at cup type thing. Maybe, maybe. 
Yeah, I think an announcement would be coming soon. And I also think when it starts again, I think it's going to be like around Brilliant Star or whatever the next set is. I think I think it could like events will start during like near slash around that time. I think I think it'll be before. Only reason is Brilliant Stars would come out only like one or two weeks before regionals. Because it's going to be really. Yeah, it's end of February. Oh, I thought it was like early February. Okay, maybe I take yeah. back that statement. I mean, I'm, I'm just, that's the information I know. And what somebody said was that's perfect timing because it's the two-week window from release till legality for like mm-hmm. the first regional. So but I, I, that's my thought is challenges and cups get, get some love this week. I really hope so because I've, I, man, I just, I want more competitive stuff. At, like I love the weekly league and I love going to my weekly league. But like, I want to go. That's why I'm going to full grip. Mm, Oh, also, I'm going to full grip this weekend for the Fusion Strike 1K. So if you're if you're there, um, I'll try to wear this sweatshirt. (laughs) So just look for the the baby or actually it's like turquoise turquoise sweatshirt wearing a hat. I won't have long hair, though. I'm getting a haircut tomorrow, so I won't have long hair. But look for me. Say hi to me. I'll bring the Metapod mat. Nice. Nice. All right. Well, I, I will not be going anywhere this weekend. But well, it's it's drivable distance for me. <laughs> yes. It's flying distance for you. So that that definitely factors in. But yeah, uh, sign us off, Jake. Thank you so much for listening to the Metapod, whether you're watching this on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes. Make sure that if you like this, let us know. Leave a review. You have some feedback for us. Maybe you want us to do a certain thing whatever like maybe an idea segment or maybe a pose a question to us please 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 let us know we are literally like two followers away on twitter for 500 at metapod tcg literally like two followers away so please i made a poll the other week on the metapod was like what happens first fusion or ptcg live release or 500 followers and i think it's going to be 500 followers sean but we're not there yet we're super close at metapod tcg go check us out and i hope you have a wonderful rest of the day have fun gamers